you ever wished you could just grab coffee with a top leader in your direct sales company and pick her brain about all the things? Well, you're in luck. My name is Tiffany Spees. Welcome to Directly Different, the podcast where I have conversations with top direct sales leaders and ask them to share what they're doing differently to help them achieve success in their businesses. Direct sales doesn't have to feel spammy or gross. You can absolutely find success in your business by doing things a different way. I want you to feel empowered and inspired to be, well, different. Welcome to the show. Hello and welcome to another episode of Directly Different. Today I am re-airing an episode from last summer called Putting the Party Back into Party Plan with Amanda Todd. This episode is so popular and as of this recording, it is one of the top three downloaded episodes ever for Directly Different, which is a huge accolade, especially because it's only been in the episode list for about a year. So that tells me that people are looking for episodes and for content regarding parties and what's in, what's out, what should we be doing when it comes to parties in our social selling businesses. So listen into this episode if you haven't yet or if it's been almost a year since you've heard it, it'll be a great refresher. And Amanda is so great. She offers so many great resources for social sellers. So check her out at you.this. All the information is in the show notes. Enjoy the episode. Those of you listening most likely fall into one of two categories. You are part of a company that relies on a party plan business model, or you are part of a company that sells products in other ways, such as automatic shipments to customers. According to the site s4ds.com, only 35% of direct selling companies in the US are considered a party plan direct sales company, and my guess is that that's what you think of when you think of traditional direct sales or social selling. Companies like Mary Kay, Tupperware, Avon, you know, the OGs of our industry. If you are part of a party plan company, let me ask you something. Is your calendar penciled in with events regularly? Maybe you're saying, but Tiffany, everyone knows parties are just not the thing anymore. Parties are dead. Let me tell you that they are not. Parties still remain the number one way to connect with others and grow your network. Now, I know it's 2022, and I know there are so many ways to create income with our direct sales and social selling businesses, and I'm not saying that you can't be doing those things as well, but if you had to pick one income-producing activity that would grow your business quickly and effectively, I think across the board, most people would agree that The party is the way to do it. I was so excited to recently connect with a well-known industry expert, Amanda Todd. If you've been in the direct sales space for at least a few years, chances are you've heard of a little crazy duo called the Tag Team. Rachel and Amanda teamed up and trained direct sellers around the globe for years on how to have successful Facebook parties, something that wasn't really being done at the time that they started to train others. I know I was a huge fan and I'm so grateful to have learned so much from them. Amanda has since branched off to start her own company called You Dot This, and she gives social sellers the training and tools necessary to connect, get it, with their customers and build successful businesses. We talked all about the power of parties. So if you are a skeptic or maybe you've given up on doing parties and events altogether, this episode is for you. Hello, Amanda. I'm so excited to have you on the show this week. Welcome to Directly Different. I feel like I've known you for so long, but of course, this is the first conversation we've had. So welcome to the show. 
Oh, I'm so excited to me. Thank you for um, the invitation. This is going to be fun. Yes, it will be. So to start off, tell us a little bit about you and your family. I am Amanda. Been Amanda for a really long time. <laughs> you don't have um, to say I, how many years. You don't have to say I how know, many years. Right? I know. <laughs> um, I am a, a fan of queso. I love camping. I love yard sailing. I am a mom. I am a wife to a private investigator. Uh, my three kids are all different ages. I have a um, almost 19 year old who just graduated. I have a 16 year old who just started driving. And I have an eight-year-old, just like you. Yes, I do have an eight-year-old, except he's my oldest, so. Oh, is he? Oh, I didn't yes. know that. Oh, wow. So you are in a very crazy stage of life where you have so many transitions happening. I was just thinking, speaking of your 16-year-old, I was just thinking our our company just celebrated 20, or is celebrating 20 years in July. And so I had asked my VIP community, I said, what were you doing 20 years ago? And I was thinking, I was like, I was in driver's ed 20 years ago. That's so crazy. That's so crazy. I know it's a different when they get older like that and the, you know, things change in their life. It's just a new, I guess, momming mode that we go into. So he's a good driver. He did, he did very well on his driving test. And so I'm a little bit uh, more lenient with him than I was with my oldest, but (laughs) we always have one that you trust a little tiny bit more than the other ones, right? Yeah, just a little bit, (laughs) just a little bit. (laughs) All right. Well, you have been in direct sales for, I mean, just involved in the industry. How long have you been, have you been in the industry? So it's funny. I was a teacher for a few years before I got pregnant with my oldest and I had intentions of going back to, to, to teaching. And then she came and I was like, Oh, wait a second. I don't think I can do this. (laughs) And, um, as a new mom, she was, gosh, maybe a few weeks old, maybe four weeks old. And I had a friend from church invite me to, um, her direct sales party. And it was actually the first time I left my daughter, my newborn with my, my husband. And I went to this party. I was so excited to get out of the house. And yeah, so that was the first time I was introduced to what direct sales was. And then when I was there and this lady was talking, I was like, oh, this is fun. I was like, this was like, this was a good time. Like I should totally do this with my friends. And so one of her incentives for hosting a party with her was this polka dotted bag. And I was like, oh my gosh, I will use that for a diaper bag. And, um, so I booked a party and then when she was coaching me, I was like, I should do this. Like, this is what I can do. I could, you know, supplement some of this teaching income and, and, and work and this would be fun. And so I joined and then the rest is history and that my daughter should be 19. So it's been almost 20 years. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. That That is is crazy. crazy. But you are the dream party guest. (laughs) The one who's like, (laughs) yes, I want that right incentive. Yes. I want to join. (laughs) Yes. I want to make a business out of this. So yeah, you're the, you're the dream (laughs) that we all wish we had at all of our parties. Right. You know, it's funny. I was very young and I remember my, um, my sponsor kind of doubting that I could do it. And that just fueled my fire even more. I was like, Oh no, I'm going to do this. <laughs> That's great. And, um, I got serious about it and, you know, I wasn't like this amazing salesperson. I wasn't, you know, this huge leader, but I was consistent in my business mm. and, um, I learned how to work it mm-hmm. and it worked for me. It was a great, 
a great gig for many, many years. So 20 years ago, I know things were done so differently. (laughs) So how did you build a successful business back in the beginning, a consistent successful business? So before I was a teacher, I actually waited tables. Okay. Hmm. I'm going to tell you as a story. So I was new to waiting tables and the guy that was training me to do this job, he was like, Hey, so this is how you make more money. And I was like, Oh, teach me. He was like, you have to learn how to flip the tables really quick. And I was like, what are you talking about? He was like, you have to get people in and out and rotate your section super fast. And so that strategy stuck with me. And I thought, Oh, wow. And so, you know, what I was making an average night, I started to double because I was really focused on that, that new skill, right? Of, okay, hi, what do you want to drink? We don't have time for appetizers. We're moving right in you know, <laughs> to the main, main course. And then no dessert. See you later. Um, and so when I moved in and I started doing direct sales, I thought, okay, where, where am I going to make the most money? And I knew that I had to be consistent and master booking. And then after I mastered booking, then I mastered hostess coaching. And I remember for a very long time, and I wish I could go back and change this part of my business, but I didn't want people to feel like I was being super salesy and, you know, hey, you need to join my team so that I can make money off of you. I was very sensitive to that. And so I kind of kept the secret of what this business could do for them, I guess, on the DL. And I recruited on accident. And then at that point, my business changed completely because I got a taste of what it was like to work with friends. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is the best part. So yeah, things have definitely changed. But as far as staying consistent, I knew that I had to replace the party with the party in order to not get in that rut every month of restarting, because that is an exhausting place to be. You're right. It's so hard to do and it's not fun and it's discouraging especially yeah. for newer direct sellers. It's very discouraging to keep doing that. And I feel like I, I do hear that a lot from team members, from other people in the industry. Like, oh, I just can't keep a party schedule going, or I can't keep, you know, my, my, my business going. I feel like I'm restarting all the time. So that's, that's definitely something that I hear from a lot of people. Well, in this business too, this industry, it's a business of momentum. Mm-hmm. And because you're your own boss, I mean, it is very discouraging to, you know, lose that momentum and have to restart because it's like, you have to re-motivate yourself. It's, it's, it's a tough spot to be in, but when you have that strategy right from the beginning and you know, okay, I am working, this is the day, or this is the night, or this is the hour that I am working. Hey, I'm not stopping until I have what I need. Um, and that's the kind of strategy, just like flipping the tables where I was like, okay, this is, this is what I need to do to keep this business going. I definitely don't want to go back to teaching. So I'm going to do whatever it takes to make this happen. And I, I remember after the first couple of months, just looking back, I mean, I had replaced my teaching salary because, you know, it's, it was pennies anyways, but I was working, you know, a quarter of the you know amount of time and having so much fun. I mean, I was being paid to eat people's brownies. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was awesome. And you got to be there for all of your kids things and yes. you got to involve them with your business and you got to yes. be there for everything. So along the way, while you were building this successful business, you started another company with a friend called the tag team. And I'm sure lots of listeners that are listening have are familiar with the tag team, or they were part of the cool girls club, or they took advantage of the services and trainings that you guys offered. So will you tell us how the tag team came to be? 
I found in about like 2007, 2008, um, I was noticing one of the strategies that I was using when people would tell me they didn't want a home party is I would say, okay, well, do you want to do a catalog party? Because back then, even the internet, as far as like, this is, I'm dating myself, but this is the reality of where we were. Um, we didn't have the internet where they could like add, you know, products to a cart and check out. And so I was relying on my hosts who didn't want to be hosts to pass this catalog around. And then I would meet up with her in like the target parking lot to collect the checks <laughs> and then place the order, you know, um, for, for her, her party in quotations, you know, her party. And I thought, gosh, this is, there's gotta be a better way to do this. And as far as how this business came to be, I started with this thought of, wow, I'm reconnecting with all my old high school and college friends on this platform called Facebook. I wonder if I could somehow connect with my customers that way and take a catalog party and actually move it to Facebook. And so that was my original idea. Okay, I'm going to party on Facebook. And so I started doing that and business changed. Now, the formula that I was using at that time was really lame. And that's when I reached out to my friend and I was like, hey, can you, can you help me perfect this a little bit? And so we worked and we studied and we tried very hard to come up with a formula that worked. And that's where we landed on the 30 minute Facebook party. And um, people from other companies were recognizing that, hey, their sales are like doubling. Like, what are they doing? And so we had someone reach out um, and say, hey, you guys can monetize this. And I was like, I'm not doing this. And I told my friend, I was like, I'm not doing this unless you do this with me. And so we just jumped in, had no clue what we were doing. And we started training on that Facebook party formula. And we did that for seven years. And we were able to help a lot of direct sellers master how to sell online. That was our thing. That's awesome. And you guys always had funny videos with crazy wigs and all that kind of stuff. I remember those videos. They were so fun. I remember sharing your videos with my team all the time. Yeah. And so I appreciate all you guys did to, to help other drug sellers. So Amanda, you have since started your very own business and another one, right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> You're just so entrepreneurial. I just respect that so much. So tell us a little bit about what you do now to help drug sellers. So when my business partner and I were working together, our focus was really on teaching formulas. And then you would have to take that formula and adapt it and creatively create, you know, the parts to it. And with you dot this, my goal is to create tools based on formulas so that you literally just have to show up, pop in your products, you know, use the tools to help you make better connections and show up online with ease, right? Because I felt like that was what was missing. Like we were telling people, hey, you need to make this or hey, you need to do it this way, but we weren't taking it to the next step. So that's what you dot this does now is I help you guys take it to the next step. And you're gonna use a game that I've created or you're gonna buy a template to help add your product to. It just helps you look more like you know what you're doing and showing up more in a, I guess, a professional cohesive way um, which is so important online. I mean, we have to have that, um, that continuity to really um, stand out. 
Yes. So that's what you thought this is all about. It's just making better connections, helping you connect better. I love that. So tell me a little bit about your branding. I'm obsessed with it or the concept behind calling it you dot this. And I love how you said, you know, you're helping direct sellers make connections, which I'm assuming that has to do with dots. And also when you were talking about your first, you know, direct sales party, you went to, you talked about the polka dot bag. And so I'm wondering if that has anything to do with how you decided to brand your business. So tell us a little bit about that. So I love this kind of stuff. I would love to be like, that's where it started, (laughs) (laughs) but it wasn't until after the fact, (laughs) but that's good. I like that. No, I just am obsessed with polka dots. I just think they're so fun. And I really wanted to incorporate that into my branding. And so with you dot this, I'm also an encourager, right? I want people to feel like you can do this. Here are the tools. Here are the formulas. Here is the training. Now you go and you put it into action because you you got this. And so it just kind of became like a little tagline and, um, kind of transformed into, you know, what, what we say in our little community, but as far as, you know, the branding goes, I just picked some colors and thought, let's do some dots. Um, but yeah, (laughs) the connection part is, is such an important missing piece. I think in this industry as a whole, we Mm -hmm. are, you know, a lot of times People tell you, hey, you need to just message people that you just met, or hey, you need to send people who you've never met (laughs) a message. And that is not, to me, the way that our industry needs to be training. So connecting and teaching people how to connect and build relationships and really focus on the heart of who you are talking to that's what's missing. And so these tools and this training and all the things that I talk about help people. Okay. Is it time for me to ask her for a party? It is it an appropriate, you know, place in our relationship to be like, Hey, you haven't purchased anything. What's going on? Right. Or, Hey, how can I help you? And so it's giving you verbiage and just the resources in the confidence, helping you with that confidence. That's something that I always loved. I wanted, when I went through a training, I didn't want you to tell me, hey, this is what worked for me. I wanted you to tell me exactly what worked for you. Mm-hmm. Like, how did you say it? What did you, what did you post or how did you, you know, present it? I, I loved that visual. And so that's what I try to create. Cause I, I just think that when you have something to go by, it just makes it a little bit easier to do what we need to do. And I like what you said too, about you know, waiting for the right time to ask people for things. And I think a lot of times when we hear, you know, don't cold message anybody don't, we think of that as never ask people for anything when in reality you, you have to, in order to move your business forward. Yeah. And so I think learning when that right time is, is so incredibly powerful. And so I love that you are, that you are connecting the dots for Mm -hmm. direct sellers and they are connecting the dots with their customers. And it just makes a really big happy circle, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> That's right. So one aspect of you dot this besides connections and connecting with your customers and just learning a better way to do things and just how to be a human <laughs> in the social <laughs> selling space is learning how to have successful parties. You mentioned, you know, providing people with the tools to have successful events online. And, you know, I feel like 2020, no, we heard, you know, there were parties everywhere, but then since then we've heard a lot of, you know, parties are dead. Parties don't work anymore. You shouldn't be doing parties. 
Do you think this is a true statement or a false statement? So if you would have asked me a year ago, my answer might actually be a little bit different, but Mm. direct sales has shifted. And years ago, when, when I was working with my business partner, the Facebook party and that idea, we, we would always say, now guys, listen, this should just be something in addition that you're doing to your home parties. Your home parties are still where you're going to make the connections that you need to make to continue, you know, your business month after month. And while I still feel like there is power in the party, I understand and I've come to know that there are other ways that people are selling their products. Um, However, when you pull apart each idea or each concept or each strategy that people are using online to sell these products, I, I have yet to find something that makes you more money that you can do in a shorter length of time than working with a host and having a party, period. Mm-hmm. I, did, I did some math and I figured out no matter if you earn 20% or 40%, okay, the average hourly rate for doing a party, whatever that looks like for you, Facebook, home, whatever, is between 80 to $160 an hour, okay? I don't know about you, but that'd be really hard to do just by posting online one time. I mean, you'd have to have a lot of influence to be able to convert um, that hourly rate. And there might be some people that do it. I'm not saying you don't, but when you're just starting out the foundation, I feel like as leaders, we should be encouraging people to still try to get some parties booked because it really is the foundation of our industry for a reason. I fully agree with you because I, for a while, kind of the same thing. I was like, oh, maybe parties isn't the way to go. But when you when you look at the numbers, which I love that you did that, that's really helpful to me, a really helpful visual. But when you look at the numbers, you're not gonna, and especially with new connections, connecting yeah. with new people and exposing your business and yourself to new people, you are not gonna find that really anywhere except for, like you said, any version of a party. A party is the best way to get multiple people in front of your products and to help them and serve them. But it's, it really is. And I, and I was kind of having this, these thoughts, like, well, maybe parties aren't it anymore. Maybe I should try not doing them anymore or whatever. Or maybe I should try, not try so hard to have them on my calendar. And then another, you know, another coach that I respect and listen to in, in the industry, she was like, it kind of shocked me. She was like, parties are the number one (laughs) networking tool still. And they, that's, that's just it. Think about it. If you need a raise, what do you do? You add a party to your calendar. I remember there was a time when we needed new tires and we didn't have money. We didn't have no extra money. And so I was like, well, I'll just add a party to my account. I mean, how, what other job can you give yourself a raise like that? I mean, it's, I mean, I know that there are some out there, um, but (laughs) I mean, that's, that's a pretty big deal to have that, that control over your income, right? Hey, I want to recruit more. I want to build a business. Well, you're going to meet people that are excited about learning about that opportunity after you've explained it a little bit at a party. You know, it's just hard when you're just having one interaction um, with them. So I, I think there's such, there's such, um, I keep saying power, but there is such power in a party. And the reason that it's worked for all these years, as long as direct sales has existed is because 
of what you can gain. There's just something different about having an interaction through a party and actually too having your host as your sales partner. Really, we should talk about that, Tiffany, because you have a, a helper. You have someone that can speak about your products and who you are as a salesperson and she can help you, you know, introduce what you do and what you have to offer to people that love her, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. and, and there's power in that. It's like, have you seen Top Gun yet? Yes. Oh, so good. So your hostess is like your wingman, right? That's good. <laughs> and we're even talking about, you know, you should have parties, you should have parties. But I think what goes along with that, like we're, that we're, it's being unsaid is that yes, you should have to be having parties, but it's not just posting in the party and getting sales. It's making connections with the guests too. That's, right. that is what's going to be super effective as well. And so it's not just the action of having parties, although that is helpful. It's also the action of putting in the work behind the scenes, hostess coaching, chatting with your guests, connecting with them, developing relationships. So it all goes back to the connections. Yeah. And that is, is what it is. It's what it's all about. And that's how the Facebook party originated. I mean, that was my, my whole goal was I wanted to connect with people. You know, I wanted like these this hostess, this catalog hostess of mine had all these orders, but I didn't, I didn't know how to keep the relationship going. You know, I could mm-hmm. barely even have, you know, get them to write their phone number down. Cause back then we had to call people, <laughs> but, ah. but I know, gosh, I just cringe. Oh man. Yeah. You guys got it good now. You didn't realize that. Um, but yeah, the, uh, the connection is what's missing. And I think too, no matter if you're doing, you know, a, a, a Facebook party or you're doing an express party, or you got a mega host event going on, whatever it is that you're, you know, whatever way you're using to party it's, it's after that one sale, where do those people go and how do you continue to build that relationship? And that is what I am passionate about. That is what I like to teach people because yeah, you're going to meet it, meet them and spend, you know, an hour, three or a, a week, however long you do it. And then what, right? They, they need to know that, Hey, you're around. This isn't just a, Hey, you know, I'm going to check you out. Wait, <laughs> no, wait. <laughs> this isn't just a, you know, Hey, you're going to make one order and then I'm piecing out of here. Right. You want to continue to build that relationship genuinely. That is how you build a business period. That is what I have found works the best. And that starts a lot of times at a party. Yes. So Amanda, for those listening, will you share with us maybe your top few party tips that they can implement? Well, hopefully number one should be if you don't have a party on your calendar, you know, for the next month or whatever, get one, right? That should be number one. But (laughs) uh, so once they have that on their calendar, what are some top tips you have for listeners for, for parties? I think you have to decide which way you want to party. Okay, that's definitely something you need to do first. But I want you to think, hey, if what I'm planning is something that I would want to participate in, the main reason that people are partying or hostesses are deciding that, hey, I want to invite my friends to to meet you and see these products is because they had an experience with you that was fun, right? I think in our industry, we've been told for years that, oh, we, we do parties because of free product. We give away free product and that is why people host with us. And yes, that is a reason, but the main reason has shifted. It is for fun. 
So your party first tip is you, you have to have a fun party because it's going to be really hard. It's going to be really hard to sell stuff, book future parties and find people interested in your business opportunity if they have not had fun. So that's my first tip. Make sure that your party is fun. And then this is my strategy. You need to have a plan A, a plan B and a plan C when you are at that party. All right. Plan A is you have to make them want it. You want to make them want your product, but you also want them to want to party. So be strategic in your fun event on that focus. I'm creating a desire. I'm selling the sizzle, right? You don't have to highlight a million products, right? Just highlight the things that everybody loves that is, you know, top selling, you know, the stuff that just people just get really, really jazzed and excited about. That's the stuff that you want to focus on. All right. All different price points too, because yes, people are going to on average spend about $25, right? But if you've got a product that's higher than that, that might be a good booking incentive, right? They might be like, oh, well, that's that. I can, I can party and get that. All right. But you have to explain that. They have to know, hey, this is what you could earn when you party. And there's strategy behind all that. And there's lots of tools that I have in the group. We talk about it. I'll tell you guys more about that if you want. And then also on the website, you can go and actually buy the tools to help you. Um, but that, but that needs to be your plan A. You got to make them want it. Okay. Plan B is you got to play a booking game. And I know some of you just went, what, what in the world? So part of the strategy, when I became a new direct seller, I told you, I wanted to know how to master bookings. I wanted to be in control of my calendar. I wanted to make a certain amount every month. And I, I figured out, okay, in order to do that, I need this many parties. And so I had to figure out how to keep that momentum going. And I found a game even way back then from my friend, Sherry. Um, she was Sherry Hudspeth at that time, but she's Sherry McAllister now. And it was her original dice game. Okay. And again, I know I'm dating myself, but y'all that game, if you've been around, you're nodding. Cause you're like, yes, that game is awesome. <laughs> and I hated, I hated it at the beginning, but that is the strategy that I use to continue and build that momentum in my business. Okay. So virtually play the booking game that you love. I do have a version of the original dice game. It's called the virtual dice game. And that is changing um, businesses still to this day. So you can actually snag that. I have that um, as a freebie right now. But plan C, after you do that booking game, you give them that opportunity to, to say yes to a party with you is you continue that relationship or invite them to continue a relationship with you by pushing them into your group. All right. Wherever it is that you hang out online, because there is power, just like in a party, there's power in your Facebook group or in your community, wherever it is, right. That you, that you hang out. So you're going to continue that relationship, build that friendship in that group, but they have to have that invitation first. So they might still be like, mm, at the party, like, mm, I don't know about this girl, right? But then they get in your group and they're like, oh my goodness, this is my girl, right? And then when they do fall in love with you, <laughs> then they're like, oh, I totally want to party with her. So it just takes having that space for them to be in um, sometimes. So that should be your strategy, mm -hmm. in my opinion. 
So yes. Yes. I love that last one because my Facebook group has been the main source of sales and recruiting for pretty much my entire business. And it's, uh, like you said, it's just a way for people to get to know you better. Even if they, you know, the initial connection, they weren't like, oh yeah, I'm all in. Cause not everybody's like that. You and I, yes. There's <laughs> but, a cycle. Yeah. You and I, that's right. right. We're like, yeah, there is a cycle. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right. But some people need a little bit more time. And so having them in that Facebook group that you regularly post in and regularly engage in, that is going to be an effective way to convert a new follower, yeah. new customer, a new lead. That's right. And everybody's cycle is a little bit different as far as the timing goes. And some will sit in like what I call the, you know, acquaintance zone for a really long time. But in that group, you can build friendships and it's easier to ask someone, Hey, do you want to buy? Or, Hey, do you want to book, <laughs> you know, or, or do a party? Don't use the word book, but right, hey, right. Do that if they're your friend, right? Yes. So it's, it's knowing and learning that Um, And you can really get there faster um, when they're in your group. All right, Amanda, this has been so wonderful chatting about, first of all, how important connections are. And second of all, how important and how vital parties are to our businesses. Will you tell us a little bit about how listeners can get in touch with you if they want to check out what you have to offer and they want to learn from you? How can they do that? Yes, Tiffany, sure. Um, If you are interested in checking out any of um, the free resources or any of the tools that I have in my shop on my website, just search you dot like polka dot you dot this and it'll pop up. I do have on my Instagram right now, um, there is a link in my bio, um, which is you dot this. There's a link to that virtual dice game that you can grab for free. So if you don't have a booking game that you love, go and snag that one for sure. It's, it's going to be up there for a little while. So, um, but go and grab that, tell your friends to grab it and then try it. And hopefully that'll help you get that momentum going so that you can party, party, party all summer long. That's right. That's right. Because what's ahead fall selling season and right. <laughs> we need to establish a strong business now so we can have a super successful business in the fall because that's the fun part of the year, right? <laughs> so do right. your work now and yep. use the tools that Amanda has come up with and has so generously shared. I love that that's a freebie on your site. I'm totally gonna check that out myself, but I will have all of those links in the show notes. So if you just scroll down wherever you're listening and you can click on those links to get in touch with Amanda, but thank you so much, Amanda, for being on the show today and for sharing your years of expertise and your wisdom on why we should be making connections and just the best way to do that. So thanks again for being on the show. Oh, thanks, Tiffany. It was fun. Let's do it again. Thank you so much for listening in to this week's episode. In my opinion, it's way more fun to share life with a friend. So if you loved what you heard today, feel free to take a screenshot and post it to your socials so your friends can listen into the show too. Don't forget to tag me at Directly Different Podcast and I'll be sure to give you a shout out. Speaking of social media, follow me on Instagram at Directly Different Podcast and send me a DM. I'd love to continue the conversation. I'll catch you guys in the next episode.